Welcome to Haven Today at Christmas Time. They're everywhere in our homes, in our churches, our workplaces. Red and green, the colors of Christmas. Some are real, but some are fake. And I'm talking about poinsettias, of course, the Christmas flower. But it hasn't always been this way. The poinsettia has a forgotten history, and it all started in Mexico, the ancestral home of those bright red flowers. The Aztecs talked about them. Spanish settlers first associated them with Christmas. They only bloom for a couple of weeks in November and December, but people where I live buy more than $150 million worth every year. And it started in 1825. Joel Robert Poinsett, the first U.S. ambassador to Mexico, sent some of those flowers back home. One made its way to the Philadelphia Botanical Garden. And the rest, as they say, is history. Many of our Christmas traditions have forgotten histories, but here's one thing about Christmas we mustn't ever forget. Jesus came into the world to save sinners. I'm Charles Morris, and this week we're thinking about Christmas 2022. You know, medical experts may not agree on everything, but they all agree we need lots of water. Most say we need to drink eight, eight-ounce glasses of water a day. But most of us don't do that. We live our lives dehydrated, both physically, but also spiritually, especially at Christmas time. So that's why I want to share with you a promise that Jesus made to us, a promise to heal our spiritual dehydration. Whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Doesn't that sound inviting? And we'll see how this concept is a fulfillment straight out of the book of Isaiah. So stay with me, and may the Lord Jesus Christ quench our thirst. In just a little under two weeks, 2023 will be here as a new calendar year will begin. And even as I reflect now on what God has done in 2022, I'm looking at my brand new 2023 Haven calendar, and I really like the theme, Every Living Thing. Each month has a stellar photo featuring some of God's amazing creatures like whales and lions, and yes, it even includes dogs and cats. God has created all creatures, great and small, for us to enjoy and rejoice in. I know you'll be blessed by the beautiful pictures as well as the scriptures throughout the year. So as this year winds to an end, I want to send you Haven's brand new 2023 calendar, Every Living Thing, for your end of year gift. Your support today will enable us to point you, but also countless others, to Jesus in the year to come. So call us after the program at 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN, or go online to make your gift at haventoday.org, haventoday.org. And if you've heard about Little Pilgrim's Big Journey, the two books that we have in a slipcase cover, but haven't gotten around to asking for your copy, we still have them for your gift as well. A great set of books to start a family or even you reading in the new year. And now let's open with Tommy Walker, the worship leader in Hollywood. And go tell it on the mountain. Go tell it on the
Jesus Christ is born. Oh, and tell it, come on, let's tell it, that Jesus Christ is born. Come on, everybody, say it. Come and tell it, that Jesus Christ is born. Is, this is what Christmas means to me, Tommy Walker. Go tell it on the mountain. You're on Haven Today, and I'm Charles Morris on a Christmas week, 2022. Let me ask you a question as we begin. Have you ever been dehydrated? Were you irritable, fatigued, or did you maybe have a dull headache? You probably don't associate those symptoms with dehydration, but that's what happens to us when we don't drink enough water. And experts warn that all the salty, rich food that we eat around the holidays can leave us more dehydrated than normal. And most medical experts say we need to always drink eight glasses of water a day, not just to lose weight, but to be healthy. That can also, some say, include your tea or your coffee that you might drink. Well, you can also be spiritually dehydrated and not even know it. Are you irritable? Have you been joyless? maybe stressed out, maybe dissatisfied with life. Those are all symptoms of a deep, unsatisfied spiritual thirst. And oftentimes we feel it the most at Christmas time when we think we should be full of joy. Well, I have good news for you in our few minutes together. Jesus says he has the answer. It was Jesus who promised to satisfy our spiritual thirst. He stood up in the temple during the Feast of Tabernacles, His ministry on earth was almost finished, and he cried out at the top of his lungs so that he could be heard over the noise of the crowds, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scriptures has said, streams of living water will flow from within him. That's John 7, 37 and 38. But then John the Apostle adds this explanation in verse 39. By this he meant the Spirit whom those who believed in him were later to receive. Up to that time, 
the Spirit had not been given since Jesus had not yet been glorified. What an astounding claim by Jesus that day. He said he could satisfy your spiritual thirst. But what makes his words even more astounding is that they were said in the context of the Feast of the Tabernacles. Each day of the feast, a large gold jar was filled with water from the pool of Siloam in Jerusalem and carried by the high priest in a procession back up to the temple. As they neared the water gate, three blasts would be blown on the shofar. The temple choir would sing, and every Jewish male would shake a lulab, a sort of rattle made out of willow and myrtle twigs, and cry out, Give thanks to the Lord. And then the water was poured out on the altar. What was this water ceremony all about? Well, it had a backward focus, and it had a forward focus. It looked back to when the Israelites were in the desert after God had delivered them out of Egypt. They lived in tabernacles, or tents, during the days of the feast, to remember when they lived in tents in the desert during the Exodus, and to remember that God had lived with them in a tabernacle. He had filled it with the glory of his presence. The water ceremony celebrated the time when they desperately needed water in the desert, and God told Moses to strike a rock, and water would come out of it. He did that, and it did come out. A torrent of cold, refreshing water gushing out of the rock. It was like a river, enough to satisfy the thirst of all those thousands of people and all their livestock. Everyone drank and drank and drank, and they all had enough. But this ceremony also looked forward to something else, to a time when God would pour out the Holy Spirit in the final days. The pouring out of the water on the altar symbolized the messianic age to come, when God would cause the life-giving Holy Spirit to flow out from the sacred rock and abundantly satisfy their thirst for God. Imagine Jesus standing up and shouting, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the Scripture has said, streams of living water will flow from within him. He did it right at the moment of that water ceremony. What a bold claim. Jesus was saying, Look at me, not at the water being poured out on that altar. That's just a symbol of what was promised. I'm the fulfillment of that symbol. I'll cause this life-giving water and the Spirit to flow out. Come to me. Believe in me. Drink from me and streams of water will flow not just outside of you, but from within you. Your thirst will be satisfied. That wasn't just some obscure messianic prophecy Jesus was coming to fulfill. It was big. It had been repeated again and again by the prophets. It runs throughout the entire book of Isaiah. Isaiah 12, 1 through 3. In that day you will say, I will praise you, O Lord, although you were angry with me. Your anger has turned away, and you have comforted me. Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. The Lord, the Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. With joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. Or there's Isaiah 35, 4-7. Say to those with fearful hearts, Be strong, don't fear. Your God will come. He will come with vengeance, with divine retribution. He will come to save you. Then will the eyes of the blind be open, and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then will the lame leap like a deer, 
and the mute tongue shout for joy. Water will gush forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The burning sand will become a pool, the thirsty ground bubbling springs. Or what about Isaiah 41, 17 through 20? The poor and needy search for water, but there is none. Their tongues are parched with thirst, but I, the Lord, will answer them. I, the God of Israel, will not forsake them. I will make rivers flow on barren heights and springs within the valleys. I will turn the desert into pools of water and the parched ground into springs. Or how about Isaiah 43, 18-21? Forget the former things. Don't dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. The wild animals honor me, the jackals and the owls, because I provide water in the desert and streams in the wasteland to give drink to my people, my chosen, the people I formed for myself, that they may proclaim my praise. And then how about chapter 44 of Isaiah? Isaiah tells them that this promised water is actually the Holy Spirit. Isaiah 44, 3-5, For I will pour out water on the thirsty land and streams on the dry ground. I will pour out my spirit on your offspring and my blessing on your descendants. They will spring up like grass in a meadow, like poplar trees by flowing streams. One will say, I belong to the Lord. Another will call himself by the name of Jacob. Still another will write in his hand, The Lord's, and will take the name Israel. God was promising that at some time in the future he was going to pour out his spirit and that it would be like water poured out on thirsty ground, like streams of water on parched soil. The people would drink it and their spiritual thirst would be satisfied. Isaiah describes what would happen when the spirit was poured out on the people. He compares it to what happens when dry land starts to get water. What a difference water makes. And what a dramatic difference the water of the Spirit makes in your life. It makes you green. That's what Jesus promised to do that day. He promised to pour out the Spirit of the living God into all those who believe in Him. He promised to satisfy their thirst. But John said it couldn't happen until he was glorified. And in John's Gospel, that meant the cross. Jesus was like the rock in the wilderness. He had to be struck before the water would gush out. He was struck down on the cross so that we could drink of the Spirit. And then he was lifted up to heaven. And on the day of Pentecost, the Spirit was poured out on everyone who believed in him. Jesus is still pouring out the Spirit on everyone who believes in him. And the Spirit satisfies our thirst it satisfies our thirst because we're thirsty for God and the Spirit is the presence of God. The Spirit is God in us. And Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is Emmanuel, God with us. It's just a few days before December 25th and I hope that you will be celebrating Christmas with family or friends and even if you're by yourself, my prayer is that you will experience God with you in these days of holiday. When Isaiah predicted the birth of Jesus, he said his name would be Emmanuel. And Jesus is our Emmanuel.
He was born into our world. He lived with us. He took on our flesh and blood. He became one of us. After he died and was resurrected, he ascended into heaven, and ten days later he poured out the Holy Spirit. The Spirit is God in us. He is Jesus in us, teaching us what it means to be sons and daughters of God. Paul calls him the Spirit of Sonship. He pours the Father's tender love for us into our souls, and that's what satisfies our thirst, and it satisfies it like nothing else on earth. And just to think, it all started in a manger. Jesus calls the Holy Spirit the Father's gift. And it's a gift you can receive this Christmas by believing in Jesus. Anyone who is thirsty can come. And by coming to him and putting your trust in his death for you, your sins will be forgiven. And Jesus will pour this spirit into you and satisfy your spiritual thirst. Maybe you are a believer in Jesus, but you've been forgetting to drink. You've become dehydrated. I know what that's like. When I don't spend time with the Lord, I get thirsty and I live like an orphan. And it happens even at Christmas. The answer for this kind of spiritual dehydration is pretty simple. We just need to drink. We need to live in relationship with our Father. It's our privilege. It's our right as the children of God. And it can happen to you and me at Christmas time. Galatians 4, 4 through 6. What a wonderful reminder for Christmas. But when the time had fully come, God sent his Son, born of a woman, born under law to redeem those under law that we might receive the full rights as sons because you are sons and daughters god sent the spirit of his son into our hearts the spirit who calls out abba father lord in heaven as we get closer to christmas day some of us are so spiritually dehydrated and we're in such need, we're so thirsty that our eyes may be closed to anything spiritual and our ears may be totally stopped up and we may be in great need and not even know it. Lord, come to us. May your spirit be poured out on us, dry, parched people in need of the Savior in need of worshiping Jesus Christ, the Lord, born to set this world free, to set us free from sins. Lord, come to us, thou long-expected Jesus. May we repent of sins and fall on our knees and find the grace in Christ alone. I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen.
What a great arrangement of a Christmas carol, O Come, Emmanuel, sung by the Martins. I'm Charles Morris here on Haven Today, Christmas Week 2022. Well, can you believe this year is almost over? And I have to say I'm looking forward to using my brand new 2023 Haven Ministries calendar. My wife Janet and I always make our paper calendar a central point in our home so we can remember important dates like birthdays, anniversaries, and get-togethers with friends. And I'd like two features on this year's calendar called Every Living Thing. It has large, beautiful pictures of animals from all around the world, and even better, monthly scriptures that'll remind you of God's daily presence in your life. This calendar will be a wonderful reminder that our Creator loves all creatures, great and small, including you and me, all year long. So I'd like to send you our 2023 calendar, Every Living Thing, for your year-end gift to the ministry. Your support today will help Haven to point you and many others to the light and love of Jesus along life's path in this year to come. Call us after the program at 800-65-HAVEN, 800 65 Haven, or go online at haventoday.org, haventoday.org. And a quick reminder, if you wanted to but just didn't get to, we still have copies of Little Pilgrim's Big Journey, books one and two, for your generosity. With illustrations in an easy-to-read format, these storybooks are based on Bunyan's classic novels that will help a family, and maybe even you, think about Jesus and living for Christ in a new year. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks so much for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again we'll share together the great story, It's All About Jesus, here on Haven Today at Christmas Time. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Sometimes the best things are right under our eyes. Maybe it's a $20 bill in the pocket of a forgotten jacket, or the childhood teddy bear in the box in the basement. Surprises like these are a welcome sight, but the best thing to ever happen is even more surprising. We read about it in the Gospel according to John, chapter 1, verse 14. The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. God Himself came to earth. He took on flesh, even walked among us, and He did it to save His people from their sins. That's the Gospel. Get Anchor Devotional in print monthly. Visit GetAnchor.com.